Good. So I hope this thing works properly now. <clears throat> so today we are doing a new chapter that is uh, Canto 11, Chapter 10. This is called the nature of fruitive activity. And uh, <clears throat> see, last uh, time we had done a chapter which spoke about detachment from all the material. Now this uh, detachment from all the material was a very big chapter. It spoke about how to overcome your material attachments in this world. So in this chapter, he is going to talk about for all the material beings, what is the nature of the fruitive activity. So let us see what he is saying over here. <clears throat> so Canto 11, Chapter 10, The Nature of Fruitive Activity, Srimad Bhagavatam. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Taking full shelter in me, with the mind carefully fixed in the devotional service of the Lord, as spoken by me, one should live without personal desire and practice the social and occupational system called Varanashrama. Now, most important part which is discussed over here is about devotion. You can be in any Varanashram. Varanashram means what? The different stages of life. Everybody goes through the different stages of life. What are the stages of life? One is Balashram. When, when, when you are a kid, when you are studying in school and college. After that you become a youth. So in youth what does a person do? He gets a job, he gets married, he settles down, so many things he does. Then we have a time comes in life when the person is supposed to move to the spiritual. And that would happen, I would say, around the retirement age. I mean, today there is nothing called a retirement age. People take retirement even at 30. So you move to the next stage, which is called Vanaprasthashram, that is going to the jungles and taking up you know, detachment. And then the last one is sannyasa. You have taken sannyasa ashram. So there are different stages in life. So most of you all over here are going through the second stage, which is what we say as the grahastha ashram. The grahasti is when you are with a family. Everybody is with a family. Everybody lives with a family. Everybody has family and attachments to the family. You have attachments to your body, attachments to your senses, everything around you, you have clothes to wear, you have places to go, you have people to visit, you have activities going on in this world. So this is what he is talking about, Varnashram. So when you are going through your individual Varnashram, the most important part is to remember and take shelter at the feet of the Lord. A purified soul should see that because the conditioned souls who are dedicated to sense gratification have falsely accepted the object of sense pleasure as truth, all their endeavors are doomed to failure. Those who have accepted the material worldly objects, they have been gratified by them. Now what is the gratification that happens? Suppose you eat some nice things. You are gratifying yourself at the end of it saying, Oh, I ate some nice stuff. Maybe some food, maybe some fruits, maybe ice creams or sweets or whatever you might be eating. Even tofu will do. Suppose you eat that. 
and you feel oh this is so very nice so very nice doesn't mean that it is good to taste it means it is a healthy stuff for my body so it is gratifying you so there are lots of people who love to eat the green leafy vegetables and eat kacha you know they eat the raw vegetables and raw stuff and they think that they are doing all these you know specific activities oh i need to eat at least two eggs a day this kind of activity or the person who says oh i have a problem so i am going to eat tofu or somebody who says i have to cut down the fat and i have to eat only proteins whoever says these things is actually gratifying himself gratification doesn't mean happiness it only means you are satisfying your internal being whichever way you look at it that is about your taste now about your looks you want to have a particular kind of a hairstyle you want to have a particular kind of a clothes so you will say oh this kind of clothes are so very nice i have to wear them so you wear a particular kind of clothes which enhances your body and say oh this looks nice on me so that kind of a sense gratification or the kind of house that you live in or the kind of place that you go to or the kind of activity that you do suppose you are doing an activity i am going to the gym i lift so many weights i do so much of running i do 6 kilometers or 10 kilometers in a day i do marathons i do this i do that what do you think it is all about are you not satisfying your body's requirements this is what he means by sense gratification or somebody who is interested in marriage children they are saying oh i have to get married you see it's important in my world i have to get married so this person gets married so that is also sense gratification so sense gratification is fulfillment of your body mind demands whatever they might be so he says a purified soul should see that because the conditioned souls who are dedicated to sense gratification have falsely accepted the objects of sense pleasure as truth all their endeavors are doomed to failure now let us say you are going to see some very beautiful park now in the park there are beautiful you know birds are there and then animals are there it's a zoo maybe and then there are flowers and then you are seeing mountains and rivers and valleys and sea and this and that so many beautiful things you are seeing after you see them don't you feel oh oh god has made such wonderful things in this world you say these words you know and i say oh i should enjoy mother nature so when you say these words it is called gratification so this is the false gratification that a person has so i would like you to ask this question let us say you have gone and climbed mount everest okay and you are dying just now you tell me that that gratification of reaching mount everest is it satisfying you if it is satisfying you the next line is going to be telling you what it actually means so this 
things are doomed for failures. One who is sleeping may see many objects of sense gratification in a dream. But such pleasurable things are merely creations of the mind and they ultimately useless. <clears throat> Similarly, the living entity who is asleep to his spiritual identity also sees many sense objects. But these innumerable objects of temporary gratification are creations of the Lord's illusory potency and have no permanent existence. One who meditates upon them, impelled by the senses, uselessly engages his intelligence. Okay. What does he say? Just like in a dream, you may be eating some tandoori chicken or you may be enjoying a very beautiful scenery or maybe you are meeting the love of your life or something like that is happening. It is sense gratification. So in the dream, is it real? It is unreal. It is absolutely unreal. Just like that, a man who is involved in sense gratification in the material world is running after these things which are actually unreal. Somebody who says, Oh, I have a wife and I have children. Those people think that they are going to get happiness out of it. It's the most unreal thing in the world. Suppose you think it's a job and you think, Oh, I am so satisfied with my job. You know, I am doing a very nice job. And the company closes down. So what do you do? Suppose somebody has money. They have got millions of dollars in the bank account. I was reading about a person who stays in United States. This man has got half a billion dollars lying in his bank account. And he has a 1997 vehicle which he drives every single day which has a cassette tape recorder in it. Cassette tape recorders have gone out of fashion long ago and this person still has that. He has that Nokia 9300 9, or 3300 phone with him which he keeps at the table and goes to the same place every morning to have his cup of coffee. And he's got half a billion dollars lying in his bank account. Tell me what use is that? When you cannot even live a life which is going to be, you know, enjoying. You are doing it for sense gratification and yet you are not doing sense gratification. Yesterday I was seeing a small program where Will Smith, you know, Will Smith was doing a film and that is called Ali. He was a moment Ali or something like that. So, he cannot go out into the streets anywhere like a normal human being. Why? Because he gets hounded by people around him. Okay. So, he went to this place in Africa where there was no electricity. And this lady was sitting over there washing her clothes. And the moment... Will Smith passed from there, she says, Hi Willie, how are you? 
So he says there is a place in the world where there is no power, no electricity and yet people recognize me. And then there is a very beautiful example of Dame Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, have you heard of Helen Mirren? She is a very great actress. Okay. Now she is a Dame. She is Dame because she has been knighted sort of. You know like how you get knighted? So like that. She has been given that position by the Queen of England. Now Dame Helen Mirren was asked the same question. What happens to you? And she gave a very very strange answer. She says I have a problem when I go to the loo. And everybody was looking at her and saying, when you go to the loo, you have a problem? She says, you see, whenever I attend all these events and all that, when I go to the ladies' toilet, there is a big queue over there. And everybody is waiting over there in queue. To whichever is the empty cubicle, they will go inside there. Right? So she says, the moment I go over there, somebody recognizes me and they want to have small talk about this. Oh, you are very, no, like this, like this. Everybody is wanting to go to the toilet. And here she says, you know how difficult it is to control over there? And everybody is interested in talking to her. And then you find your turn comes and you go inside that cubicle. And then she says, you know, the biggest problem starts there. Everybody is listening to what you are doing inside. <laughs> because, and she says, you know, that is the stupidest thing on earth to, you know, I am going to the loo. And everybody wants to know. Now look at it from this point of view. <clears throat> this is a sense object. Even going to the loo, you can't do. If you have money, if you have power, if you have everything in this world, there is nothing you can do. And the most important thing in the world of even going to the loo, you have to ask, you have to, you know, be careful. We are going to come to a person who is not at all in this later on. So just let us see how this. So this person is asleep to the spiritual domain. They don't know anything about it. The material worldly person is bothered about getting the Oscars, getting all the awards, getting everything for recognition, power, fame, fortune, life, love in this world. I want to be loved by people. Everything happens for them. Now, he says, this is nothing but Maya's creation. Maya's creation. And so, you have to be always bothered about devotion to God. So Krishna says, One who has fixed me with the mind as the goal of life should give up activities based on sense gratification and should instead execute work governed by the regulatory principles for advancement. When, however, one is fully engaged in searching out the ultimate truth of the soul, one should not accept the scriptural injunctions governing fruitive activities. The entire scriptures are written for governing your activities in this world. 
you should do this, you should not do that. You know? Even in the Bhagavad Gita, is it not written, you have to eat sattvic food, you have to be sattvic in nature, you have to do this, you have to do that. All scriptures, are they not talking of the same thing? So he says, once your life goal, you know, when you have got this thing out of your mind, one who has fixed me within his mind as the goal of life. So anybody who is interested in Krishna as the ultimate goal in life, what he should do? He should give up all these activities. He should not bother about doing any of these activities of sense gratification. And he should only execute work governed by the regulative principles. And should instead, only that little work which is required, let's say for example, which is meant for advancing yourself in the spiritual. Only that work you can do. All the scriptural injunctions and all then go to the side because now you have entered a domain which is completely new. And then how do you enter this domain? One who has accepted me as the supreme goal of life should strictly observe the scriptural injunctions forbidding sinful activities and as far as possible should execute the injunctions prescribing minor regulative duties such as cleanliness. Ultimately, one should approach a bona fide spiritual master who is full of knowledge of me as I am, who is peaceful and who by spiritual elevation is not different from me. So once you have understood that your goal is only Krishna, only the Supreme Divine, only the Consciousness, only Supreme Divine Consciousness, whether it is Father in Heaven or whether it is Krishna or Allah, whoever it might be, if you have understood that this is your final destination, then you have to give up all fruitive activities. Every fruitive activity that is going to lead you towards some money, power, fame, fortune, this, that, gratification of your senses, everything you have to give up. And then what you should do? You should move only doing very simple activities which are needed for achieving your spiritual goal. Which means cleanliness time. You know, you should know there are those eight activities which you are supposed to do. Right? Shauch, you know, cleanliness and wearing nice simple clothes, so on and so forth. Having the name of the Lord on your mouth, so on and so forth. All those are eight principles that you have to take up. And then one should approach a spiritual master. Then you need to approach a spiritual master who is full of knowledge of me, who has absolutely perfect knowledge about Krishna himself, about the divine, supreme divine, that kind of a spiritual master who is peaceful, who is having spiritual elevation and is not different from me. So he is my own extension. Krishna is telling Uddhava, this person is my own extension. He is me alone. So such kind of spiritual master you should approach. The servant or disciple of the spiritual master should be free from false prestige, never considering himself to be the doer. He should be active and never lazy, 
should give up all senses of proprietorship over the object of senses including his wife children home and society he should be endowed with feeling of loving friendship towards the spiritual master and should never become deviated or bewildered the servant or disciple should always desire advancement in spiritual understanding and should not envy anyone and should always avoid useless conversations this is very very clearly demarcated so first let us see you need to approach a spiritual master as a disciple then you have to give up your false prestige i am the son of so and so i am the daughter of so and so i am this great person who has come from this great city i am like this i am like that i wear only white clothes i wear only colorful clothes i wear clothes from fab india you have to give all this thing up sir never consider himself as a doer please do not consider yourself as a doer i did this 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 i am joining your ashrama oh my god don't say those words he should be active and never lazy activity is one of the most important things here people have a problem of getting up in the morning getting up in the morning is a simple act after that you have your ablutions getting up in the morning also how does it work you put an alarm in your in your cell phone 4 o'clock i'll get up i should have an alarm of 355 so that 4 o'clock i am awake people have this habit at 355 when the alarm rings you will put your hand on it and say 4 o'clock 5 minutes later to anyway i will be up and the next time you open your eyes with your eyes you are looking at the phone and you say oh it's 4:35 <gasps> i must have been sleeping for 35 minutes only oh, i need to get up okay okay i will get up and you turn on the other side it's too cold you know i put something and sleep today is anyway saturday sunday what i am not going to work okay let me just take 5 minutes nap again and the next time you wake up it is 7 o'clock or 7:30 in the morning and it's time for breakfast see any time for breakfast and then if somebody asks you you were supposed to join a call in the morning at 5:30 what happened to it yesterday was a very bad day i tell you there was too many problems my boss was irritating me i had back ache you know you know the weather is so bad it is minus 20 degrees outside my back is hurting it's terrible why you couldn't get up in the morning i tell you that phone i don't know how that alarm went off the alarm goes off by some ghost in your house the ghost likes to put your his finger on the alarm and the alarm goes off so this is the thing which happens to just a simple activity like getting up in the morning and and should never be lazy the next line he says never be lazy you ask the same person again why are you such a lazy person what lazy last entire week to i was present no and the entire month 
last one year what do you think that one day you are making it an exception i am not lazy you ask anybody yeah come here tell him am i lazy no so you need proof of the pudding from 10 different people this is how people are they want to give you proof that they are not lazy this is this happens very clearly when you are going to the gym or when you have a diet regime you know when you have a diet regime your discipline really comes into the picture very well at that time i don't eat any fatty stuff you know no fried stuff for me wo farsan kha raha hai wo fried nahi hai i took only one little spoon yeah you are you even grudging me that no 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 it's okay no problem and today you ate this and yesterday you ate that why are you pointing towards me i am very strict see one whole month i never ate any fat one day you got to allow me no and with this person look at the shape of the body of that person you know some people say they have uh, some shape and then they have a pear shape and all that okay is it pear shape or is it double pear shape like this it's a double pear or triple pear i don't know whether it's a pear or sir pata nahi kya chal raha hai so this is called laziness concessions when you do concessions for everything in the world this is laziness should give up the sense of proprietorship over the object of the senses this is mine you know how proprietorship over the senses come i only love that ice cream you know from that place the taste is the best okay i like the burger from that place the taste is the best i only love to go to what is that imax no 3d imax something something i don't like to watch in 2d 2d is not good and that imax over there is the best okay oh which cycle is the best mantra ayyo yo yo mantra illa pa firefox is the best why my muscles are going to get developed very nicely so your muscles are going to get developed very nicely so you need a something and by the way when you buy that you require gears for it you know gears for it means what helmet point like that and then you need a water bottle which is fancy which is going to stick over there and after you take the water bottle then you take that kapda to you can't wear this kind of a chaddi and go out no you can't wear your normal chaddi and oh it catches my crotch you know somewhere so i need to wear those cycle shorts after you wear the cycle shorts you can't wear shirt on top of it so you need a cycle t-shirt <laughs> after cycle t-shirt you require goggles you know why because the air is going to blow in your face right and yes you need that you know your heart rate monitor and all that why because it is important to see the heart rate heart rate monitor has to be done you are you are you are driving the cycle you know how many things you have added plus this one plus that 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 one and then what do you call that 
sense gratification sir and the proprietorship over the objects of senses now some other objects are also mentioned over here called wife children home and society she is my wife this is my children they are like this they are like that you have to give all that up when you come to a spiritual master please don't carry all these things with you he should be endowed with the feeling of loving friendship towards the spiritual master and should never become deviated or bewildered bewilderment of all the things in the world is there what is the bewilderment we should go on a long tour you know पद्मनाभ स्वामी को देखने को जाने का सोता है वैसा वो उसका एक बॉडी का खुर्जा भी दिखता नहीं है पद्मनाभ स्वामी विल टेल यू द होल प्लेस वॉज डार्क आई डेंट सी एनी थिंग ओ वेन दे आर कुड द स्मॉल लैम्प्स ओवर देर आई कुड सी समुकिंग लाइक दिस इफ यू वॉन्ट आई विल पुट द लाइट ऑफ एंड आई कैन शो यू वॉट पद्मनाभ स्वामी लुक्स लाइक You don't have to go all the way to Tiruvananthapuram and go and see that Padmanabh Swami. I can show you right here itself. So next time when you come over here, I will show you. You want to see that black fellow from Tirupati also? I can show you. I will stand with my teeth like this. Maybe you will see. Ah, yeah, with the type of lighting that we have, you can still see that <laughs> black T-shirt and and only the teeth is shining. So. This is what is called your gratification. Please don't come up with those kind of things, you know, which will tell you, I need to do this and I need to do that. With your spiritual master, you have to give him the complete power of attorney to understand. The servant or disciple should always desire advancement in spiritual understanding. The only thing that you should be bothered about is your spiritual understanding has to grow. Should not envy anyone. Why? Oh look at the shoes that he is wearing what shoes he is wearing he is wearing just some simple shoes no 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 oh, i am wearing bata chappal he is wearing all fancy stuff even that is a big pain you have you, you know you should know my haircut i get only at this place you see oh yo your haircut you get at that place only that one person Oh, this is what happens, and should always avoid useless conversations. तबीयत कैसा है? ठीक है. Temperature कैसा है? ठीक है. क्या कर रहा था? ठीक कर रहा था. तेरा माँबाप कैसा है? ठीक है. You know, we want to talk about all possible things in the world except spiritual. So everybody will say, yesterday I was reading this, you know, Garcia. Marcus or that person is, and I was reading this great South American great uh, writer. He has written about life in such beautiful way. Are you good? Good, good for you. And you have come to the ashram to discuss that, huh? Think about it. What are the books that you read? Oh. I read this one. I read this spiritual book. I read that spiritual book. People have this habit of talking. You have not come here for conversations. You are come here to understand the truth, and that is all that one should be interested in. One should see 
one's real self-interest in life in all circumstances and should therefore remain detached from wife, children, home, land, relatives, friends, wealth and so on. If you have come to the ashram, please do not come with all these Borya Vistar. You know Borya Vistar means all your attachments in the world. What are the attachments in the world? Your family. Most important is your wife, children, mother, father, brother, sister, husband, whoever. Children, <coughs> home. People are sitting in the satsang and bothering about their home. Somewhere. There. I got so many lizard droppings all over the place. Land. They bought a land over there. Registration bucket. Oh my God. Relatives. All the relatives, you know. Hello, how are you? How is your things going on? Goa is fine. How was New Year? Daru pi ke aya? Sir, Goa daru pi ne ko nahi aate hain You have not come over here for physical fun or activity or nothing like that. You have come here because spiritual knowledge has to go. Friends. <coughs> Hi, how are you? There are no friends over here. Wealth. There is nothing like a wealth. You are not supposed to be bothered about how much money is in the bank, what you are buying, gold, jewellery, this, that, nothing. And so on. So one should understand one's self-interest. What is your self-interest? You have come here for spiritual enhancement, isn't it? You are not come here for all your other things. You have not come here to buy clothes. You have not come here to do rounds of all the beaches over here. So when you have not come here for that, you should focus in your world, get your spiritual advancement. And that is the reason why Krishna is saying, this is the Srimad Bhagavatam by the way. Krishna is giving you an idea about what it means to be with the spiritual master. Just as fire which burns and illumines is different from firewood, which is to be burnt to give illumination. Similarly, the seer within the body, the self-enlightened spirit soul is different from the material body, which is the illumined, <coughs> which is to be illuminated by consciousness. That the spirit soul and body possesses different characteristics and are separate entities. You know, I, am, I, have, I have always broken my head over people. When they come to me, when they ask me what I am, I tell them I am a spiritual teacher. Oh, yoga! Yoga! What has yoga got to do with spirituality? I have never understood till today. Here in this line, he is telling the spirit soul and the body possesses different characteristics and are separate entities. What you do with the yoga, physical yoga, that is all those kind of hot yoga, cold yoga, middle yoga, and I don't know all those kind of yogas. The person who did hot yoga is today in a very hot seat. He had three people doing yoga for him, by the way. He would lie on the this thing. Somebody would give him a massage of his head. Somebody would be doing massage of his body. And the third one, he would have one towel on top of his middle portion of the body. And the person was giving massage somewhere else. Hot yoga was that. He was getting very hot by that. 70-year-old person, by the way. I mean, I don't understand what kind of a yoga that is. Oh, he's reaching God. Oh, he says, oh my God, oh my God. Is that what he's doing? I mean, just think about this idiot. What kind of a yoga is that? You see, physical yoga, doing all kind of exercises is not going to make you reach God. 
Yeah, it will make you say, oh my God, but doesn't make you reach God. So here Krishna is very, you need to demarcate body and spirit to separate things. You have come for spirituality, you have not come here for body enhancement and you know activities for that. So no physical activity over here. Only mental activity, brain activity, internal activity which is going to lead you towards that and devotional. Nothing beyond that is there. So, just as a fire which burns and illumines is different from firewood which is to be burnt to give illumination, similar the seer within the body, the self-enlightened spirit soul is different from the material body. Never make this mistake of thinking that the body is the same as the soul, as the spirit. The body is different than the spirit. Anybody who is interested in food, activity, exercise, clothing, this has everything to do with the body. It has nothing to do with spirit. The spirit is what he is talking about. The spirit is self-enlightened spirit soul. And we are bothered only of that. We are not bothered about how, what kind of clothes you are wearing, what kind of shoes you are wearing. That is not to be done anywhere near the ashram vicinity. No. Just as fire may appear different as dormant, manifest, weak, brilliant and so on, according to the condition of the fuel, similarly the spirit soul enters the material body and accepts particularly bodily characteristics. Yes, the spirit soul enters the body. Every body is different, isn't it? Right? Uh, there is a very great, um, some, something really very strange has happened in this world. Uh, you have heard of these women's products called Maybelline? Maybelline of New York. Now Maybelline of New York is a woman's based product for your makeup and this and that and lipstick and all that. Today, Maybelline's main model is a man. He is going to show everybody how to put the lipstick, how to do your hair, how to do this, how to do that. He is going to show how rouge, mascara, falana, dikana, everything is to be applied. What kind of a body is that? Have you ever thought of that? What kind of a body is that? I don't understand. So, he says over here, this spirit soul enters a material body. Every body is different. Every body is different. So don't compare yourself to any other person. You are different than any other person. And you are not supposed to be bothered about the body. You are supposed to be bothered about the soul that is there, the spirit soul that is there. The subtle and the gross material bodies are created by the material modes of nature, which expands from the potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Material existence occurs when the living entity falsely accepts the quality of the gross and the subtle bodies as being their own factual nature. This illusory state, however, can be destroyed by real knowledge. Now, the next time that you go, <clears throat> Okay, to your kitchen and say, I am going to make Maggie noodles. Okay, noodles is noodles. Hmm? You boil them and do all kinds of stuff. And now you go to a fancy restaurant and you have noodles over there. 
and then you go to another restaurant and you have noodles over there you know or you go to the roadside fellow who is having chinese noodles have you ever heard of chinese noodles and all that yeah there there are those kind of small thelas also you can go to that place and have a chinese noodles also hmm? now wherever you go and have these noodles all these noodles appear different to your eyes isn't it appear different in your taste also they are not the same so what is the difference then is it the noodle which is different or is it the the wheat which is different or what is different in that don't know noodles <clears throat> pasta everybody has pasta noodles and all that hmm? from different places in the world <clears throat> okay so there are different noodles noodles are made from wheat rice so on and so forth you don't eat noodles we also eat noodles in the form of chapati sir in the form of roti okay but that is a long thin stick like this chinese glass noodles have you heard of chinese glass noodles i think most of the people have heard of they are see through type you know what is it moong dal have you heard of moong dal it is moong dal for you by the way chinese glass noodles nothing beyond that and people pay money for that ha huh. so this is called illusory state these bodies have been made for the purpose of illusion only so you can be in one body you can be in another body you can be in another body sometimes you will be a bird sometimes you will be an animal sometimes you will be a snake sometimes you will be a human being sometimes you will be a woman sometimes you will be a man and sometimes you will be a cockroach you can get any body hmm? does it matter no so this illusory state needs to be destroyed you need to destroy this illusory state of being a man or a woman or an animal or whatever you need to destroy that state therefore the cultivation of knowledge one should approach the supreme personality of godhead situated within oneself by understanding the lord's pure transcendental existence one should gradually give up the false vision of the material world as independent reality this is the toughest thing in the world to do to give up these unreal things in the world is the most difficult thing bola khayega kya main agar main ek hi jagah pe baitha raha to main kitna mota ho jaunga i wonder sometimes ramkrishna paramahansa should have been the fattest person on earth or maybe ramanna maharshi should be the fattest person because they sit in one place no and they eat they don't do physical activity wo log to cycling ke liye nahi jaate wo log running ke liye nahi jaate wo log weight lifting nahi karte kuch bhi to nahi karte fir bhi wo log mote kyun nahi hote bola nahi 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 unka hai na metabolism rate must be very high you know that's what the that is the reason wo metabolism rate will be very high yes that is that is the false view so we have to overcome this kind of a thought processing and this kind of a thinking where the only thing that you should be bothered about is oneness with the divine rest everything has to be given up the spiritual master 
can be compared to the lover kindling stick the lower kindling stick the dis disciple of the upper kindling stick and the instruction given by the guru the third stick placed in between the transcendental knowledge is communicated from guru to disciple is compared to the fire arising from the contact of these three which burns the darkness of ignorance to ashes bringing great happiness both to guru and disciple oh kindling stick i don't know whether you know about it oh scouts guides mein batate hain you rub the sticks and you make fire exactly like that so think that there are two sticks one is you one is the guru and the knowledge is in between is being rubbed on to you and then the fire burns so this is what happens <clears throat> so we'll do one more verse and then we'll stop by submissively hearing from an expert spiritual master the expert disciple develops pure knowledge which repels the onslaught of material illusions arising from three modes of material nature finally the pure knowledge itself ceases just as fire ceases when the stock of fuel has been consumed so when you meet your spiritual master what happens he gives you spiritual knowledge and this spiritual knowledge is the most important thing the spiritual knowledge is not going to give you food on the table no it's not going to give you excitement in your life oh my god oh my god nahi hone wala hai isme hmm tumhara muscle gain nahi hoga kuch nahi hone wala hai the spiritual knowledge is that one thing which is going to increase you are going to go towards enlightenment and you are going to become one with the divine and nothing beyond that is going to happen so if somebody has come with a motivation that oh they will learn yoga and meditation and all that please keep that at home don't come because there is no yoga there is nothing being taught over here except scriptural knowledge or the spiritual knowledge that is what is going to get in you know put towards you so far we have done this entire chapter and we have stopped at text 13 and next time tomorrow we will start from 14 onwards it's a small chapter but it's taking time to understand this one thing for sure that spiritual knowledge has nothing to do with the body everything to do with the body for what is called as the sense gratification for your mind gratification for all your physical gratification is in the material domain it has nothing to do with the spiritual spiritual is all about knowing the spirit and nothing to do with any other activity so if you really want to understand the spiritual knowledge you have to go to a spiritual master who is going to give you the absolute knowledge about the spiritual truth and that is what you have to learn and that is what krishna is talking about so we shall stop over here